Hi, my name is Kevin Smith. And I'm Brian Belter. Welcome to a fresh new week of our conversational devotionals on the book of Exodus. Today we're moving on and we're going to tackle the second part of chapter 1, verses 15 through 22. Then the king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was named Sifra, and the other Pua, When you serve as midwives to the Hebrew women, and see them on the birth stool, if it is a son, you shall kill him, but if it is a daughter, she shall live. But the midwives feared God, and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but let the male children live. So the king of Egypt called the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this, and let the male children live? The midwives said to Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are vigorous and give birth before the midwife comes to them. So God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very strong. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families. Then Pharaoh commanded all his people, Every son that is born to the Hebrews, you shall cast into the Nile, but you shall let every daughter live. Thank you for that reading, Brian. You're welcome. The audacity of the Pharaoh. Yep. He specifically asks Hebrew women, midwives, to be the ones to enact his initial plan of killing the sons of the Israelites. I mean, I suppose at that time the Israelites were under the thumb of the Egyptian rulership, but man. Yeah, it still takes a a bit of huevos to kind of go and say, hey, ladies, from this group of people... You mind killing off the uh, the sons of your people? Is that all right? And he thinks that they're just going to blindly obey him. Which, I mean, today we look at something like that, and it just seems like sheer madness to consider asking anyone to commit a form of like infant infanticide, uh, like to kill babies. Um, but in those times... If you were under the rule of someone, and the Egyptians treated their pharaohs as if they were gods. Mm-hmm. So it was almost as if a god was speaking to these women. And at that time, the they chose a god that they feared much more in their own god. I mean, and he obviously rewarded them for that. Yeah, you know... Obviously, Pharaoh's a, a pretty powerful guy, and like you said, Kevin, these these ancient kings of Egypt, you know, they're they're viewed as godlike or sent from God, or if not God themselves. And yet, what's their name? Sifra and Pua. This is some pretty neat name. Pua. It's one of my favorite names for. <laughs> maybe I'll name my daughter Pua someday. Um, I'm sure she'll thank you for that. <laughs> of course, there's so much prettier names to pick from, but oh well. Um, Sifra and Pua. Even getting the demands from this this dictator godlike person, they still fear in the one true God and know that to obey God's law or God's command is much more important than obeying what this Pharaoh tells them to do. You know, I mean that we we hear that from from our uh, our gospels and epistles all the time too, you know, that God's law supersedes man's law in all cases, and we're seeing it right here, you know, towards the the beginning of the the Old Testament. Absolutely, and it's 
I don't know. I always find it really interesting uh, when I'm reading Exodus that uh, it's the bravery of these early women, and we touched on this in the Ash yeah, we Wednesday did. episode. Um, it's the bravery of these women early in the Bible that really sort of kick off uh, everything that the domino effect that leads to uh, the birth and protection of Moses. And I mean, it's just it's kind of powerful to see the way that the women in the early parts of Exodus are working uh, through God's will. Yeah, I mean, just a reminder, we're going to skip over the birth of Moses because we already did it on Ash Wednesday and move a little more forward in Moses' life. But if you remember, what we talked about on Ash Wednesday was the the strength and faith of Moses' mother, of his sister Miriam being set over to guard him on the river, Pharaoh's daughter taking pity on him, Sending Miriam back to gather Moses' own mother? I mean, to Miriam's t- own sly nature to be to show up at just the right time. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, do you need someone to take care of this baby? Well, let me go get his mom. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you also see a little bit of that cunningness right here. I mean, in a time where women did not hold a lot of power, uh, these two midwives, uh, you know, they kind of slyly told the pharaoh... It's like, hey, you know, what can we do? Uh, these Israelite women, they, they have their babies before we even get there. We do you can't think, do you kill think the that babies. maybe they were maybe telling a little white lie? Oh, or absolutely. If, or if maybe this was kind of the truth? I think that that has to be inferred there. Um, I mean, who knows? I, I mean, perhaps it was somewhat true, but uh, like well, they're playing I, on the Pharaoh's own fears of these vigorous, strong people. Um, it's like, oh my gosh, they're having children before the midwives even get there. I mean, they're kind of playing on that fear that the Pharaoh has of the Israelites. I think, it, might have, I think it was probably a, a slight exaggeration, but grounded in a bit of truth, too. I mean, we did uh, read you know, how greatly the Israelites multiplied and how fruitful they were. Maybe part of that was that they are very vigorous in their Maybe. childbirthing and are able to, to get that baby out before the midwives even arrive. Yeah, and then ultimately this leads to Pharaoh, like, kind of his Hail Marys, like, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do here? Like, you know what, if the midwives won't cooperate, if they can't get the job done, throw them all in the river. Yeah, and Pharaoh says this to all of his people now, not just kind of on the sly to the midwives. He makes a, makes a decree, yeah. says to all his people, every son, throw them, throw them into the Nile. Which we saw how that ended up working. I mean, who knows how many how many terrible situations happen and children losing their lives and families losing an infant. Uh, but it didn't stop the will of God. Moses still survived. Moses we saw that on Ash Wednesday. And going into... And thus the, the story of Exodus is born, really. Yeah. With, with Moses there. And tomorrow we'll start things off with Moses grown up and going into his own journey. Well, I hope you enjoyed our conversational devotional today. Uh, Please remember that uh, during this Lenten season, we are having services on Wednesdays as well uh, at 11 a.m. and 7 o'clock at night. And don't forget that pre-service meal before the 7 o'clock service every Wouldn't Wednesday. Wouldn't dream of it. <laughs> and on the weekends, of course, we have our typical service schedule. We have 5 o'clock on Saturdays. And on Sundays, we have our 8 a.m. service, followed by an hour-long Bible study and Sunday school. 
and then our 1030 service. So please join us. As we close today, we'd like to ask you to join us in a word of prayer. So please fold your hands, bow your head, and pray with us. Lord, in these early parts of Exodus, we see how Pharaoh oppressed the people of Israel, went as far as to ask members of their own peoples to kill the children in order to stop them from multiplying. Lord, we would ask that you give us the same level of bravery that these two women had in defying Pharaoh's decree and finding ways to help service your people and help grow in faith and to protect our brothers and sisters in Christ. It's not always easy as we go out in the world today to have that level of bravery in our spiritual connectedness with you. Help us to be open and honest with others about our faith. Help us spread your word. And though we may not be suffering under potential death or imprisonment in our day-to-day lives, help us to be brave enough in those situations where we encounter a non-believer to let them know about you and your forgiveness of sins and grace. Lord, be with Brian and I as we continue our work here. And let it be helpful to your plan. Amen. Amen. And just a reminder, all scripture readings and references do come from the English Standard Version of the Bible. Thank you. God bless.